it's really, really awkward being in here without you <laughs> to do this. <laughs> it's also awkward being in this closet. So. <laughs> Alright everybody, welcome back to This, That, and the Other Thing. I'm Danielle, along with my child entertaining, Clawfist recording, mm-hmm. safe at home but not crazy yet, co-host Stephanie. Hello, we're How here. How are you doing over there, McClawfist? I know, this is very bizarre that I can't technically see you, like we're not three feet away from each other, but uh, nope. doing okay. <laughs> All right. How's it going back in the studio? Uh, it's it's the same old, same yeah. old purple and gray. You don't have still here. Missing you, yeah. Frank and Beans, they should just become and fill in for me. <laughs> you guys are quarantined together. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, everybody's safe over here, and I assume the same over in your place. Yes, knock on wood. Uh, yes, knock on wood. Lots of it. <laughs> so we're sure by now you have probably exhausted a lot of those popular TV shows and movies that have been on your list of things to watch. I'm sure binging all of the Tiger King is one of them. Definitely. So popular right now. Uh, So in this episode, we are going to chat all about cult movies. Maybe some of them you've heard of before. Maybe some of them are new ones that you can add to your queue and check out while you're quarantined. I'm nodding my head as if you're in agreement. (laughs) I guess, you know, you guys just heard we've been chatting a little bit here and there during quarantine. But, you know, we're hanging on. Yes, keeping in touch helps. Having a few yes. uh, coffees via the internet yeah, oh, also definitely. helps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lots of FaceTime. And you know what we haven't tried, though? We haven't tried watching a Netflix together. Yeah, we should have a Netflix party. And this would be perfect. Yes. It would probably come up with something that we haven't seen. Uh, we got a yes. lot of feedback from a lot of our listeners uh, when we told them we were filming this episode coming up. So uh, definitely a couple that are on the list that I haven't seen. So maybe if we have some that both of us haven't, we'll... Added the Netflix watch party. Netflix party. All right. So since we're talking about cult films here, what exactly makes a film a cult film? It's a good question, right? Yes, it is. I mean, I I was actually questioning this myself coming up with a list of ones that I enjoy watching. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, what exactly, why is it a cult film? Right. What defines that? Sure. So I think uh, what we've, found out is typically it's a film that might not have done so well at the box office or maybe it had a smaller budget and wasn't widely released or maybe it's a film that just didn't receive the recognition it deserved but you know over time gained some traction develops a loyal and passionate fan base very loyal absolutely definitely and then something that has like a cult like influence would be like the bigger movies like the star wars or the harry potter lord of the rings but like the cult film is for more of like the lesser successful lesser known films and actually our friends over at couch dad's podcast they sent in a question they wanted to know like where does the popularity line so to speak get crossed you know like say a cult film has now reached a new level because it's garnered a fan base that's so broad like pulp fiction and the big lebowski that whole thing so what I had said is I would think that these now become cult classics. You know, you've heard that term too. So, you know, like Lebowski, they have the Lebowski Fest each year. So people go oh, and they dress true. like him and they do different things. And um, it's still 
a cult classic. I mean, whatever it made at the box office or did back then, it just, it, it has reached a new level. Would you agree with that? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's, it's not even, it's almost to me in my mind when you think of like a cult movie where people were, okay, so maybe it was a lesser known film or had, you know, the smaller budget or whatever to begin with. And it has a fan base that makes it so popular that to me, it almost like then takes the cult part of it out. And now it's just a good, great, popular movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a mainstream <laughs> thing now. Exactly. But yeah, I think I think in that respect, cult classic would be a good term for it. For right. Sure. Yeah. So and then, of course, you know, basically the reason we're doing this one, too, is because coming up is our, one of our favorite movies, the fictional day that they like to celebrate. It's Rex Manning Day. Oh, happy Rex Manning Day. Happy Rex Manning Day to you. And that, of course, is from Empire Records. Yes, my all-time favorite movie. <laughs> it's just the best. It really is. Right? Like I'm not ever sick of it. Yeah, well, like, I couldn't really pick why why it's one of our favorite movies. I don't know. It's just got everything, yeah, I guess. It's very entertaining. I think it, it hit me at the right time in my life where I just needed that kind of a movie where, I don't know, just you think everything's kind of freaking out but it's not and it's fun and and all the people are together like going through their parts of life together mm-hmm. and it's just fun it's and, fun yeah and each character plays like such a great part like they all have their quirks and whatever is happening in their lives that makes that whole day you know go the way it does and uh and and just a killer soundtrack on top of it all so oh, it just God, like yeah. ties it all in Say no more, Mon Amour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, memories. <laughs> okay, so, you know, now we know what my ultimate favorite movie is, and it just happens to be a cult classic. Uh, I'll yes. call it a cult classic. Cult movie. What are your <laughs> favorites? Um, so I, ha- I have a bunch, but a couple that, like, rattled off the top of my head were, um, like, Super Troopers and Beer Fest. I love those guys. The, oh, the totally. Broken Lizard guys, like... Um, <laughs> They actually have a TV show on now, too. It's called Tacoma FD. It's super, super, like, silly, but, like, I love it. Like, that just, like, the humor in it is so goofy, and I don't know why. I could just never get enough. (laughs) Well, that's absolutely going on my list. Don't know about anybody else. (laughs) Uh, And uh, another favorite in the music genre, Jack Black. I've always loved him. Uh, but the pick of destiny, which is a tenacious D, uh, he's mm-hmm. in a band called Tenacious D with his partner Kyle Gass, and they made this again ridiculous movie. But it is just so obscure and funny. Uh, I love it. It's perfectly um, him too. Yeah, well, that's just like, that's he, exactly Jack Black. He can sing like he is so yes. good. I've seen him live. I've gone to the Tenacious concerts. Like it, he's amazing. Like he has a voice. So. Um, Definitely I wonder were, if he's anybody on the Mass Singer this season. You know, someone was saying that because <laughs> he, you know, he did retire. For, technically, they're saying he's taking a break from acting right now. He's focusing on his family. Uh, one of the things that they, he said was like, if Quentin Tarantino called him, he would he would come out and do whatever movie that was. But I think that's of anybody. Maybe, for you know, Tarantino. Mass Singer, you know, could be in you his future know. for his kids because you see a lot of the people that are on there. They do it because they're kids. Mm-hmm, you know, it's like, definitely. Oh, we do it to surprise my kids, and so also in the music genre, uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah, um, that's and I see that goes hand in hand with like Best in Show. I love that one. Like, oh, Best in Show. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's the same group. You know, the same group of people, and 
now like that goes into um Schitt's Creek which is like I know one of your favorites oh it's um, a favorite and I mean I don't know is that even like a cult yet is it I don't know if it's a cult. It's been around long enough, but I think it's going to be, and I think it it should be, and I love it to death. We all know this. Right. It's definitely popular, but it's, again, I think it's because it's like, it's not on a mainstream channel. It's technically a Canadian show, right? Like, I think it's just been brought to the States. So maybe that's why it's a a little bit more obscure, but the Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara dynamic spawned from all of this this stuff of them working together. So. Um, yeah, so Spinal Tap has been definitely a constant. And Napoleon Dynamite, again, just goofy. If you've noticed, all of my things are pretty much goofy or and or <laughs> musical or both. Um, and then, yeah, uh, this one you'll love, too, because this is another one of our favorites. But it's a Disney movie, but it's super obscure, and it's, like, re- impossible. It's impossible to find it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meet the Deedles. Yeah, it's such a hilarious, just silly movie, <laughs> but it's so good. It's so good, like so stupid. It's good. I mean, I watched it one time at my aunt and uncle's house, and my uncle lasted two minutes and was like, "This is the worst thing I've ever <laughs> seen." Like, I can't even mention it around him. Like, it's still a thing to this day. Like, oh it's man, like that dumb movie, and I'm like, you didn't even <laughs> give it a chance. Like, it's so dumb. It's great. Um, and rest in peace, Paul Walker. That was like I my know. favorite Paul Walker film too. But uh, Captain uh, again, that Pine. one just hit me at the right time. Yes, <laughs> Captain Pine. Captain Pine. <laughs> yep. Aww. So and then yeah, I guess for like TV, um, Psych. I love Psych. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's a silly show, but it's you know like a little bit of mystery and comedy. Um, they're actually doing a marathon and, uh, people are enjoying that. So that's cool. Like right now, cause a lot of people have time on their hands. So if they haven't seen it, they'll get a chance to check it out and they have mm-hmm. a movie okay. coming out. So, uh, it's just, it's just light and fun. And, you know, there's always some plot, you know, like in romantic plot too, but it's not as serious, you know, it's just, um, and then Arrested Development. I just... Yep, neither of these I have seen. Well, but good. Let's I, add it to the list because now I have time. So good. Yes, <laughs> Arrested Development has been like I don't know. It's one of those. It was on Fox. Was it on Fox? It was on a station, and then it just didn't get picked up again. And then it did get picked up by another station. So it was like it it did well enough, and then Netflix picked it up. So. Okay. Um, it's had like Growing. its chances. <laughs> um. <laughs> And it, but it's just had such a huge fan base that they've brought it back each time. Uh, and it's just like a goofy story about like a family, about everything kind of goes crazy. And it brings like how we're talking about before with uh, Empire Records, like each character having their own thing. That's kind of like Arrested Development. Like each character has a very specific way about them. So it's very interesting to see how yeah. it progresses. So I'm um, into those. Yeah. I like having each character doing their own little thing and it all kind of comes together at some point and then and they separate again. I like that kind of thing. Yeah. On um, this one has like everything's connected. Like if you have to watch it from the beginning because there'll be an okay. episode twelve episodes later and they bring something up and it's so funny how they do that. Like it just all comes full circle. So um definitely worth checking out and very funny. Jason Bateman's great in that. Uh, Tony Hale's in that. Uh, Will Arnett, like just so many Oh yeah, people. definitely. Good cast there. Yes. 
And last of all, this one was Greg's pick. I asked him what his all-time favorite cult movie is, and it's also on my list, Grandma's Boy. Uh, yes. Oh, that's such a good one, too. <laughs> so ridiculous, but just good. It and- is, it's another, it's a silly but totally <laughs> awesome one to watch. Yes. Um, yeah. So those are just a handful. I'm sure there's tons more, but yeah, for sure. Those are like up there. What about you? I obviously... Well, Empire, Empire Records. Records. Yes, of, of course. course. <laughs> like that's definitely it's been my number one forever. Um, but I like all the Kevin Smith movies: Clerks, mm. Clerks Two, eventually Clerks Three, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jane, Silent Bob. You know, yes, Jersey all the yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> those those are definitely they've been my favorite for quite a while. Um, I like Office Space a lot. That's definitely up there on my. If it's on, I will watch it. I don't care, and I'm never sick of it. Yeah, your hu- just- your husband wrote into our Instagram page, and he said that as his. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. I had another. I sent back to him. I said, "Oh, I thought for the- you it would be the room," and he was like, "Oh, oh yeah, the room." Yeah, he's big <laughs> for the room. That's like if I'm going to pick a movie for him, for sure, it's going to be the room, definitely. But uh, then there's you know Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's like. Definitely. I love it. I don't watch it enough. And I've never been to an actual viewing of it where everyone's dressed up mm-hmm. and everything. But that one, along with the room, the room, they do that too. Um, they don't, I don't necessarily, necessarily dress up, but like for one example, there's a scene that they th- throw spoons at the screen. And I don't know where that started. <laughs> I don't know why. Somebody can tell us. Feel free. Uh, but it's along the same lines to me as Rocky Horror, where it's kind of interactive as you watch it. Interesting. I've actually, Mm -hmm. I I don't think I've seen the whole Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think I've seen little bits and pieces, but yeah, apparently that, I mean, I looked at a couple of lists here and that one came up number one as the, on most lists about cult films. Like it was the number one cult film. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's definitely good. Um, And I mean, along the lines of Rocky Horror, there's also um, maybe one that, people might not be so much of a fan of and maybe they are but i like it um clockwork or, or a clockwork orange oh yes yes creepy. that creepy. one's good it's very weird yeah and it's, i don't know i like it i like how weird it is that's kind of what i like about it uh and then a lesser known one that i very much enjoy watching is being john malkovich that one it sticks with me i can still remember like almost like scene for scene I feel like the whole movie (laughs) no that's not true I'm not that good my memory is terrible but (laughs) it stuck with me it's a very good movie I haven't seen that one I know I mean I know I know who he is and I've heard of it but yep I'll have to add it yeah I think that's maybe why it stuck with me is because that's an actual person Mm -hmm. and they like made a movie about being hit it was it was just a weird premise to me and that's probably why it stuck with me so much that's very good I'd recommend it to people uh, and then TV shows, Freaks and Geeks, for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know about this show for a while, so I was kind of in like the group of people that found out about it later. But it was only one season, and that was it. It was, I don't remember how many episodes, maybe like 10. I'm not even sure. But it was, it's such a good show. I don't know why it didn't go past one season. It's crazy. And it launched but so now, many careers, right? Yeah, exactly. James, so now James I see Franco them everywhere. And Seth Rogen and... Uh, yep. Who else was on that show? What was uh, Busy Phillips was on that show? Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Martin Starr. There we go. Oh. Yep. Yeah. I see. Like I'll see their faces in movies now everywhere, and I'm like, oh my god, Freaks and Geeks. Oh my god, Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> <laughs> so that one and Community. 
that oh my god uh, yeah, six seasons great. in a movie I, i'm waiting for that movie yep <laughs> no, i love joel McHale. he's great oh absolutely and you know now that's it's kind of why i got drawn into the mass singer is for ken jong oh ken jong yeah that's right <laughs> i forgot <laughs> i was like oh yeah, yeah we're about community, yes but that's definitely i think probably a reason why i got drawn into uh watching the mass singer and then for anybody else who wants to catch up on a uh, animated show that I really, really love, Archer. I would wholeheartedly recommend this. It is hilarious. Archer, I can't remember the guy's name. That's his voice, but Archer, he does Bob from Bob's Burgers and a whole bunch of, he's been on Family Guy at some point. Oh my God. It's such a good show. It's just like, it's another, it's a stupid, ridiculous premise of a show where he, like Archer is like a, you know, secret agent spy person and he's, got this like team of people but they're always like archer's always drunk and he's like half ruining everything but it all works out in the end like it's it's funny <laughs> so i guess you know that's probably about it for me that's my my top things for sure nice. put those all on your list everybody yes i i'm already writing them down over here remember which ones <laughs> i should check out um oh i did have a couple from our listeners that we right. heard back from um just to rattle a few off we had heathers the lost boys Ooh, uh, Lost Boys, Tremors, which is a good one. Absolutely, uh, Evil Dead, which I, I've seen on a bunch of lists. I haven't seen that. It's not my type of movie, but not to oh, say that I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> not to say that I wouldn't see it. But Red Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, that was from our friend Rob and uh, Clancy. She mentioned Sixteen Candles. Ooh, Sixteen Candles. Yes, you know they had all those the. Brat Pack type movies back then, The Breakfast Club mm-hmm. and all that. I'm stuff. such a fan of those. That's good. Um, which is funny because I really have only seen those in recent years. I never saw them as my younger kid. Yeah, John's catching up on them as well. Yeah, that's funny. I feel like he would have been like all about that when he was younger. I guess. But. No, no, he. I am introducing him to a lot of things. He kind of was <laughs> in his bubble. I feel like. Yeah. Don't yell at me, John. Hey, John. <laughs> but, I was in the same bubble. It's okay. <laughs> But maybe this that, could be a good network. We're all in a bubble. <laughs> we're all in a bubble <laughs> yes. now, so it's the perfect time. <laughs> uh, some other ones we heard about The Princess Bride, uh, which oh, I was God, actually I shocked one. to think that that was technically a cult film, but it is. It, it, it yes. has such a following. Um, Back to the Future, uh, The Other Guys. Oh, those are cult? Really? I wouldn't have thought I, that. I'm not sure, so sure about that one. We, were, we had a couple question marks, but. Okay. Um, the Other Guys, which is a Mark Wahlberg, oh, Will Ferrell. Hilarious. hilarious. Um, our friend Cornell, who we've had on the show, uh, he gave us Half-Baked, which oh, so good. Oh, that's a great one, Chicago too. Chappelle. Uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Mm-hmm. And we know he loves House Party. He used to watch it every day, right? So <laughs> uh, we knew that one would be on there. And uh, our friends over at the Three Little Pigs podcast uh, said The Crow, the original which Ooh. great film, great pick. I told them it was a great one. So Definitely. thanks guys for sending that one in. So I guess with that, I have a quiz that we can take. Oh yes. I, I love quizzes. All right. If you're into it, I'll pull that up real quick. Okay. And the quiz is called, which cult film are you? Okay. Do you want me to, I so, can, I can do it for you as well when you answer and I'll do your answer and you do mine. Okay. And then at the end we'll come up with whoever, you know, each yeah. other's answer. Okay. All right, so let's hope we got the same question going here. So the first one is, what's your biggest fear? Yes. Let's see, we've got doubting my sanity, 
ending up dead before I've lived the dream, not being able to push myself enough, and losing a limb. Ooh, ending up dead. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it, I don't think, I don't care about the dream part, but I don't want to end up dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with that, too. Uh, All right, next question. Which of these songs is most likely to get stuck in your head? Uh-oh, get ready, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the, Pixie, <laughs> the Pixies, Where's My Mind? Nick, oh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Red Right Hand. Don't think I know that one. Uh, David Bowie, Life on Mars. Julie Andrews, My Favorite Things. Or Elvis Presley, Jailhouse Rock. For me, it's hands down Julie Andrews, and that's absolutely. I sing it to my kids at night sometimes, <laughs> so it definitely gets stuck in my head. Well, I'm in there with you. Okay. We're on the same track so far. <laughs> All right, you have some time to kill before a meeting. What do you do? Log on to some action RPG and kill everything in sight. Get a bag of my favorite candy and binge on it. Create a new tune on my guitar. That's the one. Or go for a quick bowling game. Oh, I'm bowling game all the way. Yeah, I got to go with candy. I do like candy. bowling, but <laughs> I'm just going to eat some candy. <laughs> all right, candy. All right, you are at a restaurant with a good friend. He steals some of your fries. How do you react? Oh, no. A deadly stare. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> a deadly stare until he spits them out. Sigh and call him out on it. It's just food. I don't mind. Or... Allow it this time and warn that the next time will be his last. That's definitely it. <laughs> For me, it's like, yeah, you can do it now, but don't do it again. I want a combo. Like, I want the deadly stare and then don't do it <laughs> next time. But I don't want I don't want to eat them after he spits them out again. Yeah, no, it's like it's wasted at that point. You might as well I just know. eat it. All right. I'm allowing it as well. Okay, what would your ideal day look? On some incredible scientific quest? At the movies watching something scary? Building something amazing? Playing music with your bandmates all day long? Gigs are coming. On a comfy couch, totally zend out. Oh, for me right now, building something amazing. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, am I going with quarantine me or am I going with well, regular that's, me? that's what I mean. Because right now, it's like, oh, I mean, I like the comfy couch. I, yeah. I mean, I'm still quarantined and I still don't get much comfy couch time. <laughs> but uh, building, so you know, I was so, have so many things that I would like to do. Yeah. You know, like the kids take up a lot of time. I don't get to do it. So if I had an ideal day, it would be building something amazing. So I'd be like, yes, I did it for me I'm gonna, or for them. I'm going to go with my gut. <laughs> I'm going to go at the movies. Okay. Yeah. See, I couldn't do the scary, but I figured that would be like. <laughs> okay. Next question. What's your biggest goal in life? To get through high school? To make as much money as you can, legally or not? Ooh. To live off your passion? Who needs goals? Or to make the world a better place? Uh, well, I think we both got through high school, so that's out. Yes. Well, we did that. But what if that was my <laughs> biggest goal? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, you need more goals. <laughs> Uh, I would like to live off my passion while making the world a better place. Mm -hmm. I guess to live off my passion. I, I would like to make the world a better place, but I don't know if that's my biggest goal in life. All right. I'm going, who needs goals? Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know what my goal is. We're just going to go with, we don't have one. <laughs> okay. Next question. So far, what's your biggest accomplishment? Inventing artificial intelligence, saving the world, creating a charity, or being the biggest badass of the neighborhood. Hmm. I guess I've done a couple charities. Yeah, I think that's the only one for me that actually is realistic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I mean, don't get me wrong, badass of the neighborhood. I could take I know, that title too, but <laughs> well, with charity. Charity it is. All right. Would you risk your life for something incredibly important? Without a doubt, good money is always worth it. Good money? Wait, what does that have to do with risking something? Oh, that's terrible. Yes, you're okay. risking your life for the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Maybe, but it has to be massive. Or yep, and no way, man. Yep. I don't know, man. I don't want to <laughs> risk my life. You're sounding very dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm no way, man. You were yep? Yep. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> All right, last question. What kind of rebel are you? Mm. A progressive one. There's only one path, and that's forward. A nonconformist. Mm. I'm going to say a rebel from what society wants me to do or I, oh, I, I rebel. rebel. Oh my God. I can't read. I rebel from what society wants me to do or a rebel from the law or I, or a rebel. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the same word. It English. Is, it is the same word. <laughs> same word. A rebel from the law. Rebel, 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 rebel. <laughs> That's flammable and inflammable. I'm going, I'm going progressive. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not really a rebel, so. <laughs> She's a um, rebel. She'll never be any good. I, I think if anything, I'd say from society. Wait, wait, you're going a progressive. Yes, please. Okay, okay submitting oh, our, boy. Here our we questions. Go. Oh, my God. Did I call it or what? Wait, don't say anything. Ooh. <laughs> wait, okay. Do you want yours first? Sure, whatever you want to do. You are. Get ready. Drum roll, please. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> so you're a visionary and idealist. You have grandiose dreams of making the world a better place. But in order to do so, you have to test who will be part of your team. And if they don't have what it takes, they're out. I want it now, Daddy. <laughs> Good day, sir. Uh, I remember I used to watch that movie uh, like all the time. Like every time I went to my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. That's such a great movie. Uh, all right, and here we go. Your results are, as predicted, the Big Lebowski. Oh my God! <laughs> Lazy? No, relax, man. Like the dude, you go with the flow. Nothing really bothers you. Life's easy. What's to think about? Enjoy life <laughs> as it comes and be cool. That's your motto. <laughs> that's funny. That's not actually my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's my quarantine self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. You totally called that. Well, it was that one that said man, and then you said about bowling, and the bowling, I was like, oh, I can see uh, where this is going. Yep, that's true. See where this is going. <laughs> and it went there. It went there. <laughs> I didn't even think Willy Wonka was on the list. No, that's a great one. That's, <laughs> that's such awesome. a good one. All right, and now it's time for something to know. Die Hard didn't hold back when it came to gunfire. The blanks used on set were specially made to be noisy and were so loud, in fact, that Bruce Willis has lost some of his hearing. Whoa. Yes. Will Ferrell's initial pitch for Anchorman was totally turned down. According to his studio superior, Ferrell just wasn't a movie star. And that whole thing changed once old school gained popularity. And DreamWorks ended up buying Anchorman for $4 million more than the initial cost. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, uh, we'll give you $4 million extra. Huh. Okay. To fully realize his character from Ace Ventura Pet Detective, Jim Carrey took on the look and feel of a colorful bird, specifically a cockatiel or a parakeet. From his walk to his speech to the way he styled his hair, everything was bird-like. Well, that's pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> it makes sense. 
John Favreau's comedy drama Swingers had to get creative to make ends meet. Favreau shot in his own apartment to cut down costs, as well as because of its proximity to the Hollywood sign. His neighborhood was right under it, and the director liked that the juxtaposition of the apartment of unemployed actors right next to the famous sign. And now you know. Something else you should know about. Buzzsprout, super simple, gets your show listed at every major podcast platform. All you need is some gear, nice quiet space, or a clothist to record from. If you already have gear and space and you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Yep, and if you sign up, you'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop right into other sites, and much more. Following the link in the show notes, let's Buzzsprout know we sent you. It gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. Podcasting isn't hard, especially when you have the right partners, like Buzzsprout and Danielle, <laughs> but she's mine. Uh, <laughs> the team there, <laughs> I had to throw it out there. Like nobody better be coming to get you. The team there is passionate about helping you succeed. And if we can do it, so can you. So can you. That's what happens when we're not together. We can't even get it synced up. That's right. <laughs> Please forgive us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, thanks for bearing with us in this time of quarantine and separation. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to share us with someone you know. Yes. Um, We're super thankful for all of our listeners out there. We hope you're staying home and staying safe and healthy. If you have extra time, we'd love a rating or review on Apple. And thank you again to those who have. Yes. Thank you. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, this, that underscore pod, and visit our website, this, that pod.com. So for Stephanie, I'm Danielle signing off. Remember, with friends, anything is possible. Even from six feet away. We're going to say, we have to say bye or something. You say bye. I said it even from six feet away. It's fine. Bye. Okay, okay, okay. Bye. She wants me to say bye. <laughs> say bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Empire Records, open till midnight. Midnight! This, that, and the other thing with Danielle Messina and Stephanie Rossi is recorded at Landbridge Records. Special thanks to Rigby for providing our theme song and incidentals. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at thisthat underscore pod and our website, thisthatpod.com. Fortunately, you look like you've showered. I just showered. I, I mean, I, I haven't have washed my showered. hair. In days, I haven't. I didn't go for the Dr. Pepper. I went for the little bit of Snapple I had left in the mm. thing. So, like, well, I'm I'm white girl white clawing it over here. Oh snap! So. <laughs> help me, help me, help me, help me! Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck at home and I can't remember anything. John Favreau's comedy drama Swinger Drummer. Mm-hmm. Comedy drama Swingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stephanie. Nope, that's not what I wanted to. (laughs)